It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25. We are coming back to Boundaries. If you didn't listen to my episode on Boundary Basics, please do, as it has a lot of helpful context for this one. In this episode, we will address why you may want to have boundaries in your relationship and a few practical rules to follow in establishing those boundaries. Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Johnson. Every week on this show, I'll help you face life's challenges with evidence-based approaches, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. I have received several questions around how boundaries can help with relationship problems. The benefits of boundaries are, well, boundless. When I received my training, one way that boundaries were taught to me was that they're like skin. A boundary protects everything you have inside from the contaminants of the outside. If you've struggled with boundaries, this may make sense to you. When you don't set boundaries, you can feel physically, emotionally, and even spiritually ill. Similar to skin, boundaries are also permeable. They allow you to be protected and interact with the world. But it also lets relational interactions inside. The same way skin protects bacteria from getting in, but you can also apply medicines or creams to the skin that serve a positive function. Let's say you have a friend who you like, but they make jokes at your expense at times and it hurts your feelings. You've been afraid to talk to them about it because you don't wanna hurt their feelings, but not doing so has caused you to avoid interacting with them as much. Moreover, when you do interact with them, you're on edge because you are bracing yourself for the next unpleasant joke. Consequently, you're not able to enjoy the time with them as much, and you're not able to be your authentic self anymore. In many cases, this scenario can be improved by a conversation about your boundaries. Additionally, boundaries can help to reduce issues related to codependence in a relationship. Having assertive boundaries that protect you and respect other people means that we seek to find a middle path. We aren't doing too much or too little. 
We aren't taking responsibility for things that we shouldn't. And we are holding ourselves accountable for the things that we should. Furthermore, when you're able to set boundaries in your relationship and maintain them, it communicates to yourself that you have value and that you can express yourself, be authentic, and still be worthy of love. And that's one of the biggest questions I get asked in therapy. If I am truly myself, am I worthy of love? The answer is yes, but you're never going to believe it blindly. This is an answer that needs to be discovered. So I implore you to have some faith, young Padawan, and walk this path with me. To aid you on your journey, I'm going to give you six practical guidelines to follow. The first guideline is behavioral ownership. You need to take responsibility for your actions and any consequences that are related to them. Whether you have more aggressive or passive behavior, both come with their own sets of consequences. When I talk to folks with more aggressive boundaries, they may wonder why no one wants to deal with them. They don't understand why others can't see that they are right and it should be done their way. The thing about relationships, though, is that it's not always about being right or being wrong. It's about emotions and what another person's experience of you is. You may want to take the most direct route to a location, and your partner may want to take the more scenic route. What's the harm in taking their desires into account? If the other person is making a reasonable request, you may want to ask yourself, what's more important to you? Do you want to push the fact that from your perspective, you're right, or allow for reciprocity and consideration in the relationship? Emotional ownership is a similar concept. You are responsible for your feelings, and you're not responsible for other people's feelings, within reason. Here's what I mean. It's your job to make sure the things that are required for your happiness, peace of mind, and overall satisfaction are occurring. Let's go back to the example of the friend who tells hurtful jokes. This person is not a mind reader. They may have no idea that you dislike this. If it's causing you harm, it's your job to be vocal about that and both set and reinforce the boundary that you have. If you establish the boundary and they follow it, fantastic, problem solved, and you can go back to enjoying this relationship. If they don't, then you have more decisions to make. Are you going to remain in the friendship? Are you going to change how you think and feel about the jokes so they don't bother you anymore? The choice and responsibility is yours. When it comes to other people's emotions, as long as you've handled the situation skillfully, you are not responsible for their emotional reactions. For example, Let's say a person hits on me while I'm walking down the street, and I respectfully decline. If they call me a stuck-up bee and walk off, does that mean I handle the situation inappropriately? Absolutely not. I am allowed to say no to someone, and if I haven't done anything to unnecessarily demean them, 
I don't have anything to apologize for. The thing about boundaries is that some people aren't going to like them because getting what they want is their primary concern. Which brings me to my third guideline. Boundaries are broadcast. This is super important. Boundaries aren't secret. You have to tell people what your boundaries are, even if it seems obvious to you. When I used to work in primary care, there was a sweet nurse practitioner that I worked with, and she was a toucher. She was the type of person who had to make some sort of body contact while she was speaking with you. Most often, this came in the form of an arm, shoulder, or back touch. I have strong physical boundaries, and I was well aware that she meant no harm by this action. However, I don't like being touched by people I don't have a close personal relationship with unless verbal consent is given. I explained all of this to her and took ownership of my boundary, and she respected it from that moment forward. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The anxietycoachespodcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen. Fourth, be consistent. It's vital that when you establish a boundary that you're consistent about it. If you send mixed messages, you'll only obtain poor results. Additionally, if you establish a boundary and you don't reinforce it, 
people won't take you seriously, which makes it harder to maintain the boundary. Next up, pain with a purpose. When you're new to establishing boundaries, it can be painful. However, I will tell you that not all pain is bad pain. At times, healthy boundaries come with pain because your environment is adjusting to this new boundary. Think of it like going through a growth spurt. You're not going to grow two feet without getting a few stretch marks or having a few awkward moments. And my last guideline, have healthy motives. In my Boundaries Basics episode, I spoke about the guilt that can arise from setting boundaries. One way to reduce guilt is by having healthy motives. When the motive behind the no or the boundary is reasonable, then it's easier to establish with less or perhaps no guilt. For instance, if I know that I've had a rough week and my resources are tapped and my friend spontaneously invites me to go out with them, I can say no without guilt. Why? Because I know that I need a certain amount of solo time in order to be functional. If I'm not functional, it not only impacts me, it affects my work. Moreover, if I'm tapped out socially and I go to this event, there is a high chance that I won't be able to show up in a way that's beneficial to anyone. I can also set up an alternative time with them that allows us to see each other, but at a different time that is mutually agreed upon. If we set boundaries in ways that are petty or not aligned with our values, that's when guilt is more likely to arise. When you have healthy reasons for why you're setting the boundary, then you can feel justified in your responses. Before we end today, I want to say that if you care about your relationships, establishing boundaries is one of the ways that you display that care. Relationships that lack boundaries often harbor resentments. These resentments arise because one or both parties aren't getting their needs met in healthy ways. Resentment will diminish the quality of your relationships and in some instances will destroy them over time. Additionally, if it's important to you to live intentionally and authentically, boundaries can help you show up and be present in your relationships and environments. Which guideline do you want to focus on to improve your relationships? Let me know on Instagram at KindMindPsych. You can also reach out to me via my email at psychologist at quickanddirtytips.com or leave a voicemail at 929-256-2191. The Savvy Psychologist is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. Follow Savvy Psychologist on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for this episode of Savvy Psychologist. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.
Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.